Hello and welcome to the Brotherhood Without Matters, a Game of Thrones podcast, and we're here after the finale of Game of Thrones Season 7, and it's absolutely crazy. It's mad in many different ways. It's like a thing in that it flails about with much conviction, but you're not quite sure where that conviction is going. And of course there was no no, no, no reveal of the Mad King in this episode, we don't know. Well, who knows? Yeah, that's true. But anyway, um, welcome. Uh, I'm Ryan McBride, I'm here with Leander Pondock. Hey, still here, somehow. Still here, you've still been, clinging on. You've been employed full time. Oh my god. You're getting god. paid a minimum wage. Oh, <laughs> wait, really? Oh, good. I'm, I, I don't mind that. Pay is pay. Oh, Pringles. Ah, well. Adam. Well, who wouldn't mind Pringles? Nice <laughs> and salty and probably a bane on you know, healthiness, but... You know, Pringles aren't actually crisps. They're they're baked snacks. What? Because because they're baked and they're not actually... Oh! They're, they're, they're not like, fried. It's, it's like a paste. They're made of like oh, a paste. What? And not really... Properly potatoes. Well, you turned me off Pringles. I'm anymore. sorry. If they're not, if they can't even be proper potatoes, then what's the point? They're delicious. I don't. I don't care well, what no, they I'll, are. I'll you, eat them. You think Westeros has chips? Uh, I'm sure George Martin would have described them in length in oh, his books. God, yes. If there's anything to recommend, A Song of Ice and Fire, probably because you know you people, people who haven't read the books. Probably longing for more Game of Thrones in their lives. Well, go back to the original. They're quite good. Yeah. See now. Like, if you want to, if you're interested in seeing how things diverge, like, if you're, if, you know, because a lot of stuff has happened, and if you want to see an alternate path, because apparently the books and the TV show will end up in the same place, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're going through diversions. Like, George R. R. Martin even said recently that about at least 20 characters that, that, died in this previous season or two are still alive in the books well that is just actually i mean if you're a book reader you're like what the hell's going on yeah and 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 if you and if you are a book reader and you also watch the shows if you go back to read the books you'll be like oh they're still alive yeah and yeah and they're they're interesting differences because like uh the tv show has way more like viewpoint characters because the book what the books do is like each chapter is through a viewpoint of a certain character and there's only like a set number of them on the tv show it jumps back and forth scene in, in scenes. Different, different scenes have like you know different viewpoints. Like yeah. it shows scenes that didn't show up in the books. So it's 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 interesting. I dare say they're well worth the read. So we'll, you'll have something to do in the meantime yes. while you're waiting for two years for the next season to come. Two years. Meanwhile, on the subject that's happening now, the wall has fallen and Westeros is. It's it's done for. <laughs> Are we not explicit? Fucked. Yes, exactly. It's getting. Getting it right up there in the... Well, not not in the rear area, because it's up north, I guess. From the land of always winter. <laughs> yes, getting it in the head. In the head, ugh. Poor Westeros. But, yeah, we, I kind of... I predicted this again. again. Except you said it was going to be near the start of the episode. But uh, also, you did predict it was going to come down. It's a perfect way to set up the next season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect it to be like the cliffhanger, because I thought oh, that's a bit obvious. But then again... There's no, there's no harm in being predictable-ish. Yeah, and yeah. and we now know what the dragon can actually do. I mean, it, it, it laser it, purple fire. It looks like thunder. Thunder. That's purple. So it's fire. I guess because it brought down a ice. wall of ice. Yeah. 
yeah. So it's not just a really, really, really strong wind. I suppose mm-hmm. it couldn't really change the inner mechanics of its. Yeah, you can't really like it's no breeze forever, so long as it doesn't go anywhere near the Night King or yeah. the walkers and whatnot. So, but, we, the, but the most important question about that scene is: Did Tormund and Beric survive? Yeah, because I mean, Tormund. I mean, I can, I can leave without Beric. Well, I like Tormund. I mean, uh, Tormund might die. Because he's not he's not been resurrected from the dead to, for some purpose unless he's been resurrected by the night king. Like, oh god! Oh, yeah. imagine that! Like they're at the head of the army. Yeah, and uh, John and Daenerys, who we'll get to later. But they I come think, across the army, and it's all the yeah, all the resurrected. Yeah, people. they're friends. <laughs> they're friends. But I think Tormund will survive because he's with Beric, and Beric serves a higher purpose. He, oh yeah, yeah. Beric hasn't served his purpose yet. Yeah, well, if that's his purpose, is to see them come and, and die. Yeah, I think that's a bit of a a bit of a letdown yeah like he, he, if you think it's something more monumental than so than resurrecting a character uh, a fairly popular character but let's be honest he, he's in the mid, he's a low to mid tier yeah sort of Game of Thrones character pretty much yeah yeah um, I suppose we do need an explanation if they were ready to wrap up Benjamin's story I, well, I, thought I thought Benjamin's story is wrapped up I know if they're ready to ra- if they wrapped up Benjamin's story and he wasn't exactly high up in the yeah. they'll wrap up his yeah Tormund yeah I think like they are gonna try to give everyone an ending yeah in some way I even mean, if the ending is messily dying I guess yeah I wouldn't mind him dying but as long as it's not like in a stupid you know uh, blackfish way yeah oh god blackfish. watch his shadow die in the read background. the books because I, I say about the characters who are better in the books well, there's a few of them. Manstrader being one of them. He's still alive, by the way. Yeah, still alive in the books, and he's a much more charming character, I'd say, because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a rogue in the books, I'd say. Same with the Blackfish, you know? yeah. charming, witty, older gentleman, and uh, they became like oh, they're just there, sure, I guess. But like, yeah, I'd hope for a better ending than that. Yeah, pretty much. For Tormund and Delon. Um But yeah, so so White Walkers. It, Coming in. When they were walking in, it just reminded me, I don't know if anyone listening to this watches The Walking Dead, but it reminded me of the quarry scene in The Walking Dead where the truck moved and they okay. all started walking. Do you walk do you watch no. it? No? Okay. Well it just reminded me of like this scene where there's all of these uh zombies inside yeah. this enormous quarry and they just start walking out one by one. Yeah, there was all those whites. You know, again, going back to the books for the longest time, because I'm I'm not usually not the best reader of books. Uh, details passed me over. I did not realize the whites were zombies. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, they're risen undead and have these blue eyes. Realized they were zombies for some reason. I just thought, oh, they're just people who died and come back. Oh my god, that's a zombie. Yeah. I didn't realize it until until the show uh, when they actually you, know, you can see it on screen. You just imagine they were they were they were just men. Were fully fleshed. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect them to be rotted and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I suppose if they're not feeding themselves, yeah. they wouldn't be very big. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing, the wall falling down. I suppose a lot of people predicted that from the start. Yeah. Um, I suppose another thing, another shock that people got out of this was Littlefinger. Yeah. I'm, final, I'm glad that Sansa finally saw through him. Yeah, like I'm, yeah, I'm glad that the whole Stark, the sisters, sibling rivalry came to head with the in honest, honestly the most logical conclusion of oh wait no they've, they've grown up beyond them being yeah. bratty sisters to each other they know each other well enough but they've done this thing which they did with Arya last season where they stretched it out far too long I mean I'm glad they finally had a single conversation I wonder was this I don't know had they stretched it out 
to make it look like yeah somehow they stretched open. it out even though the, uh, the <laughs> it felt rushed they could have just put it all in the one episode yeah and focused on them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because like people wanted the two of them getting along and we got at least two scenes yeah. of that in, in the entire season which is a shame and speaking of i don't know weak endings like I don't know. I don't. I don't like the way Littlefinger ended. Really, I, I, I really enjoyed that he was. I mean, I mean, I like. Girl. Yeah, I like the concept of the ending that you know he's all alone. He's he's he. All his schemes have run out. It's like an inverse of him betraying Ned. Yeah. At, at the time, and you know him being, and you know, but like, I, I don't know. Is it? I mean, the the crimes those listed by Sansa, they're they're a big rap sheet. He started the War of the Five Kings. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he had he's a big schemer, and like I just felt it was the last scheme to go out on is a really transparent pit sister against sister scheme. Mm-hmm. Like, I love how he asked to defend himself. Yeah, and then he he and then instead of defending himself, he's like, "Take me home, take me home." <laughs> like, instead of like, "Oh wait, well actually, I didn't do it because of this." He was like, "No, just take me home." No, just get me away from here. I may have yeah. done it, but you know. Yeah, and I I do love like Aiden Gillen's acting acting out and <laughs> actually crying because like, what is the what are the most little thing you don't see much emotions in him beyond being creepy? Yeah, pretty <laughs> so much. It's just weird seeing him like, oh shit, he's acting and yeah, he's. Saying how he's, you know, just a, he was a, a boy who wanted to, the favor of this girl he loved. And be mocked for that. Yeah. And, you know, I, know, I felt like he barely had an impact. And this is kind of like going back to the way this season is kind of becoming more high fantasy, more crazy action. Yeah. And like, so characters like Littlefinger and Varys specifically have... They're, uh, they've faded in importance. Yes, they've faded I mean, in importance. His, his death could signpost something bigger, like the death politics in Westeros, as we go into it. Yeah, as the grounded, more like slow going, squabbling lords thing. Yeah. Be, you know, falls to the wayside as more important things happen, which which makes sense. And, like, and, and, and as well, like they, they mentioned earlier on in the episode, Sansa got word that uh, John bent the knee. Yeah. And, and the lords are more concerned about Littlefinger and his little schemes yeah. earlier on. So I. Uh, Again, yeah, I'm not I mean, really concerned about power so much anymore. Is they yeah, about the threat to the north. Yeah, they've stopped playing the Game of Thrones, so to speak. Mm. I then again, it does make sense for Lilith to have a really pathetic ending. Uh, yeah, pretty much because he's a pretty he has nothing. He's a pathetic character. He's pretty much a pathetic character. He put the, the somehow this financial genius put the realm in massive debt. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know where the whole genius stuff came from, but uh, yeah, because he he was serving his own. And I guess he was probably working to, to make the realm weaker, so it's easy. You know, chaos is a ladder. Yeah, he's making weaker just so he can predate stuff. But I think, yeah, the game got away from him hmm. long ago. A, I think long when, long when he went north, I think, and a lot of people think when he went north, he he lost his power. Yeah, cause because he, things work differently up there. Yeah, the same way Ned when he goes south. Ooh, that's that's an interesting interest. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, not many people from down south went up north. No, you, not like, really. Not not the very important people like you know like the lords. Jimmy went up and lost his hand. Yeah, well, he wasn't even north. He was just in the riverlands. Was he in the river? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not even just vaguely, just going the, vaguely upwards. <laughs> anywhere, anywhere near. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting inversion. Think of that. But yeah, like I think, I think like yeah, it's a fitting ending. Like, and, and as part of me, do wish that like he he went out in a more grander fashion, but it makes sense. Yeah, I thought he had some final scheme left over, but apparently not. No, and it makes sense for Sansa to turn over, turn turn tables around on him. I love that. He's telling her, 
how how to like you know assume the worst in people, and she plays that game immediately, immediately, yeah, on him against him, yeah, which is great, and yeah, it's lovely seeing Sansa step up, and that conversation between her and Arya. Just a heartfelt now. The two of them will carry Ned's legacy together. Yeah, it's and that was a, like a mirror of the of um, the last one of the last scenes of last season. Whenever she's mm. talking to John, oh and yeah, all in the same place. Yeah, but but like they're but they they seem like they're at peace. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love that Sansa still says, "Oh, you're still strange and annoying," mm. <laughs> even after the compliment. Yeah, yeah, because like I mean, Arya is a killer, but she's she. What's the nice thing? She's still Arya Stark. Like yeah. she didn't lose. That much from training with the faceless men. No, it's nice. So sweet Robin, while we're going on the the, while we're talking about the Game of Thrones, sweet Robin's in charge of the Vale, <laughs> with nobody in charge well, of he's him. He's still alive, isn't he? What's gonna like the people there? Must be fucking. Yeah, they must be like in chaos because you know their lord, their, their lord regent's dead. He's looking for a breast, uh, a woman with uh, oh. lactating breasts. Yeah, I get the feeling the Vale is just gonna be. Push there to the side. Yeah, <laughs> just, the fingers it is. Yeah, yeah. Just keep them there. Like they're up in their stupid high mountain place. It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, going back to the books, it's interesting. I because like the Vale was still vaguely important, mainly because in the books, uh, Sansa and Littlefinger never went north. They stayed in the Vale. Yeah. And they had this plot to uh, that Sweet Robin will probably die soon because he's because uh, he's hashtag he's in air quotes sick. <laughs> and Villofring was gonna marry Sansa off to the next heir to the Vale. Who would that? Some be? some guy named Harry. Harry something. Harry Hall. Maybe, maybe yeah, the, yeah, the <laughs> Hall of Harrys. <laughs> and then they're gonna and the Vale was gonna declare for Sansa Stark. This was back when the Boltons were still alive. Okay, so uh, so then he he performs the old switcheroo. Then we yeah, all presume. Yeah. Basically, they kind of combine that plot with the with the Boltons and what's happening there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so like that's an interesting end to Winterfell. We'll see where they go out like, from here. I mean, suppose yeah. all the forces will be arriving there next. Yeah, let's let's leave our left predictions till the end of the episode. Yeah, let's keep going through this one. The next, uh, I suppose, the next shocking thing, I guess. Well, not really shocking. We all kind of know up now, but uh, Bran. Discovering that, oh, um, God. Brand discovering that John Aegon is legitimate now. Yeah, uh, and I like I like how Bran is so smug about knowing everything. And, and then, Sam, yeah, Sam's like, like, hold on, now. hold on a minute, there, player. Here's the thing: I discovered, which he didn't really discover. No, his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, it was just, the nice thing. Yeah, like at the start when yeah, Samuel go there, and Brad's like, oh, Sam, yeah, Samuel Tarly are here. <laughs> so I was like, did you see that in a vision? Because because Brad says, yeah, he sees things like that. Yeah. At the start, yeah, Brad just holds up the, the Ravens like letter. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> it's like oh well, yeah, I, I like that. You know, uh, Brad it, Pratt, Brad is a big Pratt. Like, he can be sassy now. Yeah, like, well, he's uh, I like it just how he's just taken down a few pegs in a way. He, yeah, he needed it. At some yeah, point. exactly. Like he can he can see at, at anything. But that doesn't mean he knows what to see. It's like, yeah, Bran is the internet, whereas he's, yeah, he knows how to research. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a search engine. Yeah, he, someone has to feed in the words for him to look for stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the revelation. Yeah, Jon Snow is the heir to the throne. Like uh, the legitimate heir. No yeah, the less. legitimate heir. And but uh, but he's I, called Aegon. I mean, his his older brother was called Aegon too, and John could well. Have been born while he was still alive. Rhaegar's son with Elaine yeah, Martell. Yeah, no, no, but no. I, I don't know if it's corroborated in the books, but Aegon would have been a baby around that time. Yeah, he would have because he 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 died. Um, yeah, in he, second. 
Yeah, in the yeah in the sack of King's Landing, really gruesomely. Sir Gregor again smashes the baby against the wall. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that whole uh, yeah killer 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 killer. And kills her and rape her. Hopefully not in that order. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, no. Um, but we, I, I saw like a nice comparison to real life here. Uh, the YouTuber Grey Area tweeted uh, a comparison to the boxer George Foreman, mm-hmm. who called all five of his sons uh, George <laughs> Foreman. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. It went up to like the fourth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on. I mean, it makes sense because he is named after Aegon Targaryen, the dragon, the conqueror, yeah. you know, the first of his name. But why would you call it? another of your sons? Yeah, it's kind of, kind of a dick move for Aegon. Even if it, even if the son had just died. Oh, yeah, I mean, which he probably like. He probably hasn't died yet because like, because the sack happens after Rhaegar dies. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. so he's already married. Leanne. Maybe it's Leanna who chose the name. Maybe she did. Yeah, because like she would have just given birth. She's to... like, no, I want to call him Aegon. Yeah, I don't care if you already had an Aegon. Yeah, you know, I want my own Aegon. I suppose he maybe he liked her domineering. Because um, <laughs> like yeah, Leanna was is has been described as a fiery individual. Yeah, that's ironic because she's just you know an icy Stark. But well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because like, uh, yeah, in, in, I, I, sorry, I keep going back to books. I'm in a very book-minded phase right now because I got a copy of the World of Ice and Fire. It's like encyclopedia compendinarium of the world. Uh, that is compendinarium. Um, that's not an actual word. That's though. a word I want to put in my CV. <laughs> you com- you have a compendinarium of like podcasts and yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, you do anyway. <laughs> well, I do. Uh, well, let's not talk about that. But yeah, I'm just in a book mind phase, and uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, Liana has been described as been, and Arya has been described in terms of her aunt. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's a fiery, like not untamable, but like you know, a real you know, a force of her own. Hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah, I can see her like going. Yeah, I want Aegon as well. Rhaegar just doesn't seem like a very nice person to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, and he looks like Viserys too, which is which is the creepiest, the creepier <laughs> part. Yeah, yeah. Rhaegar was described in the books as well, because because Rhaegar's only described by the people who knew of him. Yeah, and obviously, that's that's biased depending on who the person is. If you talk to Robert, he's an asshole. Talk to everyone else, he was this lovely guy who. At the start, he was all, um, don't really want to be king or prince. You know, he was into his lutes, basically, as in his singing mm. and whatnot. But then apparently one day he found something in, in while reading and suddenly decided, okay, I guess i got to be the war- a warrior now. Yeah, I don't like the lute no more. Yeah, well, he can still do it, but like, you know, no, i gotta be, I got to be a warrior now. And the, the theory is that he found this prophecy, this song of ice and fire you might say uh-huh. yeah because the, there's a point in the second book where Daenerys has a vision of Rhaegar in the house of the undying yeah in the house of the undying and Rhaegar I think holding one of his sons I think the what either yeah the one one of the sons he had with Elia Martell or no the son he had with yeah, Martell yeah. and saying he's the prince that is promised yeah those are words when you spoke. he's the prince that is promised and his will be the song of ice and fire. There must be one more as well. I think you said, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. So, so weird vision, and whatnot. But I think, I think, because they've eliminated so a few subplots from the books, hey, it's probably hey, it's gonna be John or mm. Aegon. Speaking, yeah. Speaking of which, I'm perturbed why they juxtapose finding out that John is Targaryen while he's turning his on. 
Yeah, I mean, that was a little, that, that was a bit jarring, I think. It's a bit, it's a bit much. Unprotected boat sex. <laughs> yes, yeah, unprotected boat sex. And it doesn't help that, I don't know about you, but it looked like John and Daenerys were going to do it because they felt obligated to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, it was like, I guess we got to screw now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knocked, he wasn't, he didn't seem that impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <sighs> you didn't even you're still wearing that like. knock this door yeah <laughs> but come on now I'd say who's fairly excited you're trying to, <laughs> trying to keep his cool trying to keep it together yeah except that John can't look excited has he ever looked excited yeah that's true He's, I mean John knew it was on ever since uh, Daenerys picked John's plan to come north uh, to sail the White Harbor over Jorah's oh yeah, yes. he, was like, he was like ding ding and Jorah's so, like oh <laughs> damn He's probably, yeah, he's probably, is probably somewhere alone looking at a fireplace that's burning up his fedora or something. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, how how will John and Daenerys react to John's parentage now? Or Aegon's parentage? What, do we call him John or Aegon now? Ah, well, we call him John because like, that's what he's known yeah. for. We've known him as John for like seven seasons. What if it's like a, a like the Gon and Aegon as parents to John? Like. <laughs> what? Aegon, gone, John. Oh no! Is that is that the link? Is that what Ned was trying to go for? <laughs> Maybe. Aegon. Aegon. We just called Aegon. And then he got his name wrong immediately, and then it was like, oh man, his last, his sister's last words were misheard. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Sounds like something Ned Stark it, would Yeah, do. well, there be disagreements between the two of them finding out that he's actually the legitimate heir. Because for all that Daenerys is talking about, oh, I'm going to break the wheel, none of this sort of lord shit anymore, she's, she's still going, no, 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 you lots were no, you know, you're lots grandfather's 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 yeah, lot. Yeah, she's still relying on old promises. Yeah. She's trying to, you know, break all the oaths. Yeah, and like, ooh, how would she take to. John being actually the true heir. He did bend the knee. Yeah, I mean, that's on the on the basis that she has a better claim, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess. But like, on the basis she's a better person, the, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, again, the claim is oh, my, my brother, who's crippled and can is now a search engine, uh, <laughs> telling me that I'm the true heir. Well, you know, Daenerys is properly the daughter of the Mad King, and everyone knows that. But there's some proof in a book. In a book, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A there, very yeah. random and very convenient book. A well-placed book. A very well-placed book. Who knew that, it, that uh, it'll be next to, I don't know, that that maester's uh, inventory of how many steps are in this. How many job. shits he took over how a series of years. But I found, I found a, like, a nice, not really a nice, but a parallel that uh, Robert's Rebellion was fought because nobody knew the truth mm. um, and nobody knew about Littlefinger's role in it either yeah and then and, and l- nobody knew about Littlefinger's role in the second one the War of the Five the, Kings War of Five Kings later yeah that's yeah. what I mean um, so it's like in, in Westeros War is just a series of misunderstandings <laughs> it is yeah it's like people fighting each other it's almost like there are excuses. There are people. There are excuses. I mean, oh, we just want to fight. Like these people are assholes. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, that I mean that kind of system, that sort of thing. You kind of that's kind of bolstered by the whole Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. And. I, people wanted Daenerys to be able to break that, but she seems to want to benefit from that. Yeah, I mean, and then I suppose 
people like that still exist. I mean, even after Littlefinger's dead. Cersei. Yeah, who? Yeah, Cersei. Ah, oh, Jesus. Cersei. Uh, Cersei, who really has gone off the deep end, hasn't she? She's, she's fucking crazy. Yeah, she's ridiculous. Like, at the start of the episode, when they're still said when they're they're all gathering, yeah, and Cersei's there talking to Jaime, and, and it's like, oh, if anything happens, no, yeah, and she tells Greg, okay, you kill this one first, then this one, and then this one, if anything happens. It's like, it's almost like it was pointless trying to convince her to ally, ally with them <laughs> and rendering that entire six episodes almost moot. Well, I mean, uh, oh, I guess, but they got Jamie on side. They, get, they, they, they got one guy. But now they know Cersei's plans, I guess. Yeah, they'll know that. she was stupid enough to let Jamie go. Yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was dead meat. Yeah, like... It, but I was just thinking the whole time when the mountain was standing there at the doorway mm-hmm. and Jamie was trying to leave, that she let Tyrion go a lot easier than she let him go. Yeah, I think it's because, I don't know, she was still she still you know, had a plan she or something, still had with, something up her sleeve, with Tyrion. Yeah. But Jamie, she kind of expected that he'd be at her beck and call the whole time. Yeah, but and, now she's got the baby, so... Yeah, but she's got the baby now. She's got another Lannister in the oven. <laughs> I can just fuck him instead. Yeah. That's to me, Cersei. Like, for all that Jamie thought the two of them were in love and then the two of them were partners, Cersei is just an insane narcissist. Yeah. Who thinks of nothing but herself, really. The baby's probably your own now. Is it? What? If it exists at all. The baby? The ba- Well, the baby probably definitely exists now because she chose it over Jamie. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty sure. I think we can we can focus we can we can confirm that the baby yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a trap to keep yeah. to keep her because like if because if it was that she would have insisted that he stay in her side. But it might not be Jamie's baby because mm. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, she's she kind of went around a bit, but then again, <laughs> there's no one left around like. Another fucking shadow baby, that's all we need. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, where's Melissa been? Oh yeah, she went to Volantis or yeah. something. So I wonder where we'll see that next year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll leave that prediction. We'll leave that later, predictions yeah. till later. But the Cersei is like uh, it's so even though she yeah, they confirmed that, you know, undead do exist and they do love that bit of Ky Kyburn just looking or, at the hand, he's like <laughs> Like this, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They, they probably shouldn't be surprised because he he resurrected. Yeah, I mean, this is this is right up his alley. This yeah. is why he was kicked out of the. I think it, I think he's just, I think he's just pleasing and confirms that oh, but this this can be done. Like oh, there are other things it can out be there. done on a larger scale. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm just thinking now with Cersei hiring the Golden Company to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're on the whole switcheroo. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of clever. That was cute. That was cute. But I'll, I'll have another point on that in a second. But um, mm-hmm. the Golden Company are coming, and they're bringing elephants. I think they're going to really compare Cersei to Hannibal, uh, marching mm-hmm. on the Romans and being slay and invading from the other side. Ooh! Because uh, they have elephants, and uh, Hannibal oh, yeah. marched them through the Alps. Yeah, well, like, well, Hannibal was like. He was a general. Yeah, yeah like he, it was. I'm uh, confusing oh, him with Spartacus. Sorry, no, no, Hannibal. He was um, part of the Carthaginian uh, yeah, army. The, Car- the yeah. Carthaginians they hired a lot of slaves oh. and mercenaries to fight in their yeah. army. So that would that would it fits the Golden Company. Like that fits them well. Yeah. I get going back to the books. Golden Company was established way way back when by one of the, the Targaryen bastards, the Blackfire Rebellion, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the many from the Blackfire Rebellion. I forgot his name. Bitter Steel was his nickname. Mm. But in the books, actually, the Golden Company does invade Westeros at the end of the fifth book. Spoilers. Okay. Yeah, because uh, the Golden Company was bought for by Varys to join with the... Okay, 
big spoilers for the fifth book, which they've, it's been adapted out of the TV show. So, no, well, I, think I, I did tell you to read it. But young, young Griff. Yeah, Young Griff, basically, who, spoilers, is apparently the long-lost son of Rhaegar Targaryen. Not John, the other Aegon, as in the actual Aegon. <laughs> and not the Martell Aegon. No, it is. No, it is. The, oh, it is the Martell. It is the Martell Aegon. But how the fuck did he get out of? Uh, oh, it's because, because apparently Varys switcheroo the babies. Ah, but then again, this could just be some kid that Varys plucked up and is and is grooming to be his Targaryen. Because okay. in in the fifth book, Varys doesn't appear until the very end, where he basically just goes saying, "No, no, no. Aegon's live with the commoners. He'll rule justly." It's kind of implied that he's given up on Daenerys. Mm-hmm. So, so he's like, okay, we're gonna give him this big badass mercenary company. They were supposed to meet up with Daenerys, but you know, Daenerys all caught up in Marine, and Tyrion managed to sway the young Griff to instead of going to her aunt, just turn back and just invade Westeros. You can do it. So I wonder well, uh, predictions again, but I wonder well they sideline this plot into Jon's character. Mm, probably look, but then again, the Golden Company. I think they're just there to like bolster the Lannisters. Yeah, true. Yeah, so so Cersei was still has a part to play in the game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Just so keep her keep her hands strong. Yeah, basically. Um, Let's s- talk about the big guys, big badass meeting. I guess. Spartan, yeah, I was about to go. Yeah, reunions. Oh, uh, reunions. I mean, so many of them. Yeah, I mean, f- the most exciting one anyway. I thought was like the opening. Shots of Clegane Bowl have arrived. Oh gosh, it's so that was so weird because all the lords sit down, like Cersei and Kate Kymer and Jamie in the mountain come in. They all sat down. <laughs> that happened just for some reason. It was like, oh yeah, Clegane, Clegane Bowl's gonna happen. Yeah, he's like, it was like it was like a press conference for Conor McGregor. And <laughs> yes. oh. Yeah, it was like here's here's what he said. Remember me? Yeah, you do. You're even fucking uglier than I am now. What do they do to you? Doesn't matter. That's not how it ends for you, brother. You know who's coming for you. You've always known. Uh, the hound the basically was just went, uh, you do nothing. Yeah. yeah you do nothing. <laughs> you do fucking nothing. And, and, then, and, Gre- and he did nothing. And, <laughs> and Greg, I mean, Gregor doesn't do anything without Kyberon yeah. telling him to. And, yeah. yet, and yet, he squares up to his wee brother like it's nobody's business. Yeah, it's like, well, it looked like he was going to go for... Okay, I guess that's. But the hound was very much like no. There's so there's still a part of my brother in you because like I mean defeating a a corpse is kind of it's kind of hell of victory for him. <laughs> so he kind of has. I like that he has kind of has to convince himself and the undead guy that no no there's still a part of his brother there. Yeah, I'm still and coming just, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, more reunions because there's a feck load of them. Yeah, I mean we'll stick with stick with the hound anyway. The hound and Brienne. Yeah, I love that they're. It's like two parents kind of like trading stories about co-parenting their murder baby Arya. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that actually warmed my heart because you could see that the 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 hound was genuinely glad that she was alive and well. Yeah, which was, which was really nice, and yeah, he admits it, and you know, she's better off. Hmm. And and Brianna's all like, oh no, no, she can take care of herself now. Yeah, and it's ugh. and like they do, the two of them just make up. Uh, even though like they spend like twenty minutes beating the shit out of each other, of course they have to be on the same side now. They have yeah. to, the whole thing of putting stuff behind. Yeah, which is nice because like I know some people I saw on Twitter were like, this is a bit, a bit easier than to make up and just get on with it. But they are on the same side. They know what's at, at stake. So. Gotta be the adults. Yeah, I guess. I hope Brienne talks Arya around if she decides to kill the hound. Yeah, like, I hope... 
You know, one reunion that just happened without anyone talking was Brienne and Jamie. They just looked Brienne at each other. Brienne and Jamie, yeah, and Cersei. I fucked the shit out of it. <laughs> yes. That was a little moment. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping they do get to talk. I was like, that, those, the two of them were a big part of season three. Yeah. A, a gigantic part of Jamie's arc as well. Yeah, enormous. And now she's, he's away yeah. to join her. Yeah, and, like, and the look that Brienne gives Jamie, the, the look of disappointment. I was like, what the fuck have you been doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like, leave you uh, for a few seasons with your sister. And and look at what you've done. And now you've gone straight back to square one. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, and then she kind of drops everything as well by saying, fuck honor, fuck. Yeah, fuck honor, loyalty. Fuck loyalty. That everything that she's about. Yeah, which is yeah, which is mad. But it was a big step for her, and then she yeah. just kind of poo poos it a little. Yeah, because like I mean, yeah, because like Brienne. Like Brienne has kind of been a sideline as well, I guess, mm. of the sideline. So let her a bit more of a focus. And yeah, I hope she and Jamie have like a bit more interaction. Because like as much as people want the dragons and the fighting and the big set pieces, I I, I, I just really like great actors bantering off each other. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, we mentioned like it was a big part of season three. Was it? yeah, another part, big part of season three was Tyrion and Bronn. Oh yes. <laughs> The bros. The bros, and they just, they just, Bronn's trying to make out like he doesn't give a damn. <laughs> and it's like, I missed you, so I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, I was, again, that's another, going back to the books again, I, it's a bit of an upgrade, because in the books, Bronn is a bit more of a two-fisted scoundrel, it's a bit more of a black heart. He would gladly sell Tyrion off if he could. Yeah. But in here, they're upgraded to like, oh, they're proper friends. It's yeah. nice. And yeah, the two of them and Podrick Payne, the, the heroes of Blackwater Bay. The magic dick. The magic <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, like, I mean. The magic dick. And, and he's not even a dwarf. You no, know, I know. He's just, he's just amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's really nice. And like. I mean, there's no, no prices for guessing where Braun and Pod went. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but like. I, ho- I hope Ron also gets out of King's Island. I don't think he doesn't want to stick with Cersei. No, and Jamie's gone now, so and he's only best friends away. Yeah, so, like, uh, he's better. I think once he saw the dragon and I don't know the whites and the whatnot, and he, he sees Cersei's not doing a damn. He got out with Pod, I would say. Yeah, I think, I think they would. I think it's just a good excuse to get out there while they can. Yeah. Um, so that's another reunion. Who else? Who else met again? I think met if. It's just a lot of people, like a lot of people we didn't expect to see together. I mean, uh, Theon and uh, Euron met again. Oh yeah, I have some some thoughts on that. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, can we discuss how Theon is suddenly immune to crotch shots? Yeah, he's, he used his dick to an advantage. <laughs> no, no dick, no dick. Yeah, his no dick. Like <laughs> I think I would, you would thought that the guy fighting him would have realized that, and just yeah, it would give it. Like he tried it three times. Like, <laughs> three times, you like, know. That, there's nothing there. Yeah, exactly. Do they not know that? Mm. <laughs> that would be common knowledge. Cause yeah. you know, his, his bits got sent off to his dad. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but Theon now is an honorary Stark. And because because John forgave him for some yeah. unspecified amount, he was like, I'll forgive you for what I can forgive you for. Which is like, what? Tell me. <laughs> <Yeah>. But anyway. <laughs> okay. But now Theon's going away to Pike and nobody's going to be home. 
Yeah. I mean, like, like you're on the way after Essos fashion. Oh, yeah. Like, so he's like, he's, he's going to head away to Pike. For for, he's, and no, nobody's going to be there. Another shit plan by Theon Greyjoy. Oh, God. It never ends for Theon. But I'm glad that he's finally been acknowledged. He's yeah. finally been accepted by someone. Yeah, after like years of just being someone to laugh at. I, I think that's been, that's been the core of his. Like, he was never accepted by Ned properly. Yeah. Although he was, it just no one ever said he, it. Yeah, he never really... He needed someone to say it to him. Yeah. And yeah. Rob has always been a, a fucker to him. Well, 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 Rob trusted him. To... He did, but he was... I always noticed that he was being a bit of a dick. Even when he saved Bran that time. Oh, yeah, out. yeah, he was, he was. He... Uh, there's, a, there's a couple oh. of instances of that. I, just, yeah. I, 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 can't I, I guess it all just built up. Yeah, I would, I suppose, after how many years. <laughs> after, uh, after all that. Um, oh, my God, that's all done. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so so okay. So the 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 aunt and his nephew are off to, <laughs> off to up north, up north in the cold north to cuddle up to each other. God damn it! So what do we think is going to happen now? Okay, big predictions. Uh, Will there be a baby? Another baby? Uh, I I was going to say no because the time scale doesn't apply for it, but apparently months can just go by without mention. So who knows? Maybe not. Like, it's hard to predict. It's it's actually pretty hard because like all the stuff I predict are like safe stuff. Like, oh, zombie dragon. Oh, there's the wall's gonna go down. But like, I'm still gonna hold on to Winterfell being lost because mm. I think that's a big game changer. I kind of like the idea of like as the last season progresses, more of the map gets wiped away. Yeah, like the gifts and all the new yeah. gifts and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Well, the white just keep going down north. Mm. Like. uh I don't know, we're getting to the high fantasy bit where you kind of expect a happy ending. Yeah. Because it's getting really high fantasy now. Yeah, so we couldn't expect civilization to totally disappear. Yeah. I guess it'll be a happy ending, but George Martin said it would be bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I expect, bittersweet. It'll be a hard-fought ending, but... Lots of people are going to die. Yeah, there, there, there is a cost to be paid. Like, uh, there hasn't been many principal players who's died, like... So a lot of people have died, but they're almost like they become tertiary. Yeah, this this season now hasn't seen many essential characters die. No, like even when we thought there were good people gonna die, like in the big, you know, magnificent seven seven samurai. It was the, the, it was the, probably the least valuable of the. Yeah. So like, uh, I'm expecting one of John or Daenerys to die. Yeah, I think it'll be Daenerys. Yeah, because like, because she'll have a, I think she'll have a baby, so that's gonna make it even sadder. Yeah, well, that would be cruel. And like, yeah, she's getting in her way. But John, I can see dying as well because at some point his stupidity has to run its course. He just has to. Yeah, the like Lord of Light brought him back today again. I think. Ooh, yeah, I think I think they will meet up at Beric. So, in, so maybe Daenerys will survive, but her kid won't have a daddy. Oh, that's not that sad. Uh, what will happen to like Cersei and whatnot? Because like, I get the feeling she's probably gonna be taken out early enough in the season. Do you think, I think Kyburn's going to concoct some more undead zombies to Ooh. come up from the other side, but that's just me. Ooh, and they kept I... mentioning that million people in King's Landing. Yeah, which is... A million is, people in King's uh, Landing. Which is just, look, not even in 19th century Paris were that many pe- people there. Like, that's, Writers can't do math, so yeah. But, but anyway, they're just <laughs> estimated anyway. But, yeah, estimate. but they mentioned like, the figure. They mentioned the figure a couple of times, and I feel yeah, it's it's, a, it's will, a will bit they, of a specific detail. Will they get as far as King's Landing? Hmm. Ooh, I kind of want that. Somehow they take care of the Night King in the middle of the season, <laughs> and the final boss is still going to be Cersei. Yeah, because she's kind of like the last most 
ridiculous, hideous product of this entire system of game of, of this entire game. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just this conniving schemer. Because, like, I mean, the Night King, he's an impersonal force. Yeah, he, he doesn't really have any buff. He doesn't have a personality. Like, no. Well, he's, he's an icy man of death. He didn't even see your cars. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. Well, like, how lame is that? <laughs> so, like, so it, it feels, yeah, it, it feels... He's just he's he's not he's I don't know I don't want him to be the final boss. No. Yeah, I want someone to someone with personality that I would enjoy to yeah. watch die slowly. Yeah. Not to bring in too much resting terminology, but you want your villain to be someone to be beaten up. Mm. Yeah. Like like, like a heel. Yeah, a proper heel. Yeah. <laughs> and like Cersei is the the last big heel. Yeah. Yeah, because like no one likes Cersei. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't even have any any redeeming qualities. No, she doesn't. Even when she seemed to be turning around to see. The proof, you know, directly in front yeah. of her. She was still. She still turned it around, about herself, about herself. She still thinks she's a bigger threat than the White Walkers. Than the White Walkers, and I, I kind of want that to come true, like because I, I don't know how they're gonna square off because like the 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 Targaryens and Starks are going up north, leave her alone, and she's waiting on them to beat the she, the two of them, the the two armies, the the army of the dead and the Stark Targaryen alliance. Yeah, they kind of she's waiting for the two to beat to beat the shit out of each other. And I kind of want that to happen. Take take care of the White Walkers. It's gonna be probably a cost. Like Winterfell's probably gonna be ruined. There's probably a few characters dead. And then just coming up from the south, the Golden Company and the Lannisters. Just Cersei mopping up like the like the asshole that she is. Yeah, maybe that'll be Jorah's purpose in the end. Ooh, because he's he used to be part of the Golden Company. Oh yeah, yeah. She he's fought with them, so he knows what's what with them. He knows how they work. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Yeah. So Jesus is hard. It was easy predicting, you know, what's happening season by season. Well, well, easy because I read the books. But <laughs> but, but now it's like we have to choose. We have to pick an end. We have to figure out an ending. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, if George R. R. Martin could write to an ending anytime soon, how could we? A lot of people just figure this is just uh, glorified fan fiction, but I disagree. I think uh, this, uh, I think this is good. I, they they have they've just had discussions with George Martin yeah, himself, like, and I don't dismiss. I've written fan fiction. I don't dismiss it like. No. It's, it's 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 what it is what it is. George Martin's actually stopped. He he no he never actually read uh, those boards or fan fiction or anything like yeah. that just to keep stop himself from using yeah. ideas and that also he felt appara- better than yeah. this. Apparently, also it's actually actionable if you use it's in, it's legally actionable if you use ideas by other people. That's really? why that's why like uh, our, our authors don't usually read fan fiction or they, they claim they don't. Well, yeah, yeah, they claim they don't. Yeah, of course, yeah, they claim they don't. But like. Yeah, I've seen like a few people and some a few authors and Tumblr saying like, no, nah, they legally they shouldn't. Okay, which is, which is interesting. It's fair, it's fair, I guess. Fair enough, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that so I kind of want that swerve that like like Cersei is the last terrible boss to beat, and they kind of and Daenerys, uh, whoever is the left, them kind of has to prove that no, they're very they really want to make this world better. Mm. So you know, you know, wipe away the bits of the old world that were terrible, okay. and Cersei's kind of like this personification of that. I feel like um, switching the focus away from Cersei again. That Night King's identity is going to be something. Mm. Like I, I want to. I'm really interested in finding out what the actual motives of this yep. lad is. Does he exist simply to kill Cersei? <laughs> yeah, to kill humans. Like. Yeah, or, or or is he just caught in a trap and he can't walk out? Because <laughs> he loves you too much, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, the I feel like the getting the dragon was. Planned from the start just to get yeah. the White Walkers south. Yeah, it's just a, it's a it's easy way to take down the wall. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I feel like yeah. that's the only way. Yeah, but like, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just want more reason. I mean, beyond the, him being you know, an icy monster of death. Because it's 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 really hollow. It's yeah, it is hollow. That's why, I, I that's why I felt like that's why I want the swerve to happen. George Martin said himself, uh, uh, he I can't remember the exact quote, but having this Lord of Darkness who dresses himself in black and uh, yeah. everything like that, it's not he's not believable. It's yeah, not what he wants. It, yeah, and the Night King is a TV invention. Yeah, there's a legend of the Night's King. Yeah, which is something else. Someone else entirely. entirely. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and but he never gave the White Walkers or the others yeah. a a figurehead. Mainly because we haven't reached that far in in the book. But like, yeah, the, yeah, he, I, yeah, because he, he George R. R. Martin wanted to move away from the cliches. He wanted to be more, you know, G R R instead of you know J R R, so to speak. And we are getting more J R R as. Yeah. I feel like in the books there'll be more of a focus on the children rather than the walkers themselves. Yeah, because the children they've only showed up in Bran's chapters, and mm. and uh, if you thought Bran's episodes, parts in the TV show were insufferable, imagine having entire chapters dedicated to him. But they're like a lot more malevolent. Yeah, they're a bit more. They're a bit more alien, so to speak. Yeah. Google uh, George and Pist. Ugh. Google George and Pist, uh, and and just tweet. At us at Brotherhood Pod and tell us what you think and how creepy it is because it's 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 some fucked up shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what's the ending gonna be like? I guess we have to wait two years. We have to wait two years. <laughs> they have to get some CGI elephants ready. Oh my god, CGI elephants fighting dragons. Yeah. So ghosts still won't appear. <laughs> oh, poor ghosts. <laughs> we can afford CGI dragons, CGI elephants, but no dogs. No dogs. No we can have one dog show up, yeah. and then that's it. Yeah, and it's not even the right fucking dog. Yeah, and like how hard? I mean, how? It's just a dog, and you just gonna make it bigger. Yeah. How is that more expensive than a giant dragon? I know, I know. It's just, and then they have to design the, the damn thing as well. <laughs> like, there's no, never been a dragon before. Yeah, I mean, can you? I mean, you not enlarge a dog? That's that's, that's not that hard, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I know, I know visual effects, sure. Yeah. R.I.P. Ghost, though. Is he actually dead? Yeah, the actor dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Sad times. Well, that's sad. Didn't didn't even make it to the end. Yeah. And now his watch has ended. <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh. Yeah, so I can't even, I can't even fathom how how we can end. Really, um, um, uh, what's gonna happen is that the, the zombie dragon and the live dragons will clash. Yeah. They're gonna clash so hard. It's going to rip open a tear in the fabric of space and time. And out of that tear will come out uh, a Death Star somehow. And it'll be stranded in the world of Westeros. And then it'll just go off and just blow up the entire world. I feel like the world, the the Planados, is just the eye of a giant. (laughs) No, it's a a marble that's being thrown around by an eye yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a big plot twist. No, it turns out it's all fake. But that's the that, but the but the the thing of the eye, the world being that blue eye, eye the blue eye giant, is like a one of old Nan's tales. Oh, okay. and that's the only one that hasn't come true. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the the spiders haven't come true yet. White Walkers writing spiders. Oh really? Oh, I want that to happen too. But that's another CGI. Yeah, thing. I mean. As they've they've improved in CGI, but it's still HBO. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, true. Enough. Um, so uh, I guess that's yeah. next year. We'll have a proper 
We'll make a proper one again. Yeah, like, I feel like we can, we can do, like, a wrap-up season. We just talked about this episode. I mean, the, the way we started this was predictions ahead of season... Yeah. Season 7. I suppose we could do... Do you want to keep going character, character by character? Character by character yeah. again. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, just, yeah keep elongating this podcast, man. <laughs> just come up with, like, more ideas. All right. I mean, I have some ideas. I'll tell, tell, tell you after later. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We don't want to... I don't give away the milk for free. <laughs> and so, in the meantime, we've got another year and a half to two years of nothing. All right, so good luck, good luck elongating this podcast for another year uh, and a half. I yeah, think. but if, if the listeners, the dear listeners here, are going to be starved of anything, um, if you like zombies, you can just watch The Walking Dead. Is that in October 22nd? Wait, are we switching over to The Walking Dead podcast now? No. Okay, good. <laughs> but, I've never uh, seen it. So. Uh, otherwise, you can just go to the, the, the Westeros what was what was the what did you mention midway through the podcast? Oh, the, the the book I have, the World of Ice and Fire. The World of Ice and Fire. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. It goes into exhaustive detail about each Targaryen king's uh, reign. Uh, you know, it explains the history as it's actually written in universe by one of the maesters. So it's like, <laughs> so he's talking about how okay, so they said the Andals did this, but but you know that doesn't make sense, you know, or like you know how Westerosi culture and whatnot has been influenced by different other stuff and whatnot and it's it's a it's if you're if you're a real nerd and you're like you're obsessed with that sort of stupid minutia just read the it's, it's your double layers yeah if, if you like going to wikipedia this book is right up your alley i would you never dearly done dearly love to avoid wikipedia oh come on oh it's great they have, they have an article on the concept of time uh i <laughs> i'm not ready to there's, there's like an entire article debating on one of the days of the week can we just stop (laughs) Uh, so that's that was the end this is the end this is the end for one time anyway Mm -hmm. if I think of any if we think of any more theories in the meantime we'll we'll post of a quick podcast here and there I mean yeah I mean wouldn't you want an excuse to keep podcasting exactly but for those of you who have listened throughout I hope you enjoyed the season yeah and uh, yeah can I plug myself before we go for it? Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, because I, I got to do this. Otherwise, you know, whips are going to be cracked. <laughs> yeah. So I do another podcast. It's called Virtual Citizens. SoundCloud.com slash Virtual Citizens. We are a pop culture podcast from a pop culture generation. And, and yeah, no, we didn't, we didn't workshop that slogan. I, I came up with it and it, 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 it's fitting. You're taking full 100% credit for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I totally did. No, no, if you listen to the first episode, it just comes off the top of my head. It's great. So, yeah, we do a topic in every episode, just weird stuff. Just, you know, ideas, tropes are archetypes from pop culture. Like, we did one recently on Femme Fatales. We looked on, like, TV shows that can be binged, uh, you know, superhero films, musicians turned actors, that sort of thing. It's fun stuff. Sackcloud.com, that's Virtual Citizens. Next episode after this is, I think, it's a special interview one with a very special guest. Oh, a very special that. guest. Well, that, that sounds captivating. Actually, <laughs> when, you, when you were saying that about coming up with the slogan, um, just before the very first episode of this, me and uh, Jamie, the, the other co-host of this podcast, who's eating his dinner right now in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it looks delicious, by the way. Oh, but uh, just before we came on podcast, we were like, okay, well, we're going to call this thing. <laughs> like, brother, brother, matter, so that's fine. Yeah, Isn't that the it. worst part, coming up with a name? We, yeah, but it was literally two seconds before we started. Nice. I pressed record, and then we were like... We, the, the best sort of ideas come up when you're in duress. That's it. Uh, necessity breeds invention. Yeah. Um, so Jesus we're nearly at an hour here with what? 51 minutes so uh, oh, better, wrap, uh, better wrap this shit up this is a bumper <laughs> Jesus episode Christ, I'm, of, I'm so sorry 
I'm just too late now. Oh. <laughs> uh, will Leandro make it back for next year? <laughs> same, <laughs> same got time, Game of Thrones? <laughs> same <Yeah>. got time. <laughs> oh, dear God, I'm going to fucking wrap this up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>